0: Rise on time. It's butt-whipping time. It's time for the Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. That broadcast school has really paid off. Talking everything sports from the preps. Parker Christensen, two fists in the air as Golden Plains defeats the one-seed and sixth-ranked wheatland Grinnell Lady Thunderhawks. To the pros. Runs the option, left side, Russell's got it, 5 touchdown, Denver! The Blitz is presented by the Insurance Agency, Equity Bank of Hoxie, Quinter, and Grinnell, the Cowboy Corner Express, and the Farmer State Bank in Oakley. Stop what you're doing and listen. Second and nine. Here's Wiggins getting to the outside, and Ron Wiggins will punch it in, and Jacksonville State will build upon their lead. Sam Houston trying to stop the bleeding UTEP 21 unanswered points. And now it's Smith again, he's got an avenue to the corner, and he's in for the touchdown, Noah Smith. is inside, Grimes, corner three, bang, and a foul! There's a double team again, Porzingis gets a good look for three. It's gonna, Kristaps Porzingis drills the three-pointer! There it is, the first points in the career of Victor Wembenyama. Happy Thursday morning, everybody. We're back on the Morning Blitz on 102.5 U Rock AM, 7:30 Fox Sports Tri-State, of course, also online at NWKSradio.net and the Rocking M app. Glad you're with us. Another foggy start to a morning. Currently, very foggy outside, about the same as yesterday, and temperatures at around 48 degrees. On our way to a high at 60. Uh, today, our temperature the ho- or sorry, is going to be 69, 70 degrees. I beg your pardon. So, going to be a warmer day today. A little bit warmer than yesterday. Uh, and enjoy it because after today, a severe drop-off in temperatures. Temperatures is going to be in the 50s and possibly creep- creeping down to the 40s. I was reminded by my wife last night that you might want to get those garden hoses unhooked from your uh, from your spigots on your house. I uh, you may want to get those sprinklers drained, possibly. Got some freezes coming to the area Uh, here over the weekend. So be aware of that. Also, first reminder of hopefully a couple of them today. No show tomorrow here. No morning blitz tomorrow. I will be down in Hutchinson providing coverage of Goodland Cowgirl Volleyball right here on 1025 UROC. We'll be on the air approximately 8 o'clock, but need about a half hour to 45 minutes to get there, get set up. And so that makes it very difficult to uh, do the show. So we will Uh, We will just once again have no show tomorrow. We'll be on the air, though, approximately around 8 o'clock Mountain Time, getting you set for... The first of what are three pool play matches for the Goodland Cowgirls. And we'll discuss uh, more of that here coming up in today's program. In fact, if you love local sports, today is your show. We'll be highlighting it a lot in our first segment. We'll be visiting with Connor Nichols. Since he can't join us on Friday, he was kind enough to join us today. And we'll be visiting with him about state volleyball in the first round of the high school football postseason, post which gets rolling today. Uh, later on tonight, We'll get to all that. And of course, Thursday means we do have our NFL Power 5, as we will discuss the top five games this week in the NFL, and eh, it's okay. There's a couple good ones uh, other than that, kind of a, eh. and that's what I feel like most of the NFL has been this year, not a lot of great matchups uh, in the NFL so far, but we will talk about a couple of the big ones here coming up uh, this week, and what is it, Week eight? I think it's week eight of the NFL season, I believe. So that's what's on docket on the docket for today. As always, we'll be part of the Blitz, you can hit us up on our text line, the number 785-899-2222. That's the number part of the Morning Blitz. Every single morning, if you want to be a part of the show, by all means, uh, hit us up on our text line. Uh, real quickly, if I want to start throw. first of all, recapping something yesterday I forgot to mention, but yesterday was sophomore night and final home game. Uh, for Colby Community College Volleyball of the 2023 season, and boy, was it a good one. CCC gets the reverse sweep of 19th-ranked Barton last night. So this is a... Colby Community College gets down two sets to none. They lose 26-24, 25-18. They rally in the final three sets when 25-18, 25-17, 15-10 and pick up their, no doubt, their biggest win of this season. No doubt the very biggest win of the season uh, for Carrie Jones, head coach there, and, and her ladies. That was a massive win last night for the Colby Community College Lady Trojans. To get down to a top 20-ranked to team and to put it all back together and find a way to win three consecutive uh, that's impressive. Now you did on your home floor. It would have been more press course to the road, but it doesn't matter. It's still a fantastic win, no doubt. The win of the season. I uh, saw some video of it. They uh Barton pretty much gave a free ball over and Colby put it down and then the store they did some small court storming, which was pretty cool to see. Uh that's great. Congratulations to Lady Trojans. They've won five straight five straight matches. They have improved to 18 and 9 overall, 10 and 5 in the Jayhawk. They have just one match left here uh this season to finish up the regular season, I should say. That is Saturday down at Dodge City and honestly, they should be able to win that to get to 19 and 9 and 11 and 5 to finish out. And that would mean they've won six in a row in the regular season. And if there's one thing that we should all know about volleyball and In almost any sport, when you you want to be playing your best is at the end of the year. And you look at this, CCC's beaten Hutchinson, who's a top team in the league standings. They've now beaten Barton, who's a top team in the league standings. They beat Garden City, a team that they struggled with quite a bit uh, and lost to earlier this year. Got them back. So it's kind of the revenge tour because these were all teams that they lost to last year, or sorry, earlier in the season, I should say, the first time they played them. They've now gotten them all back uh, at the end of the year. Colby currently sitting third in the West standings. If they can win Saturday and if they get a little bit of help from some other teams, they might be able to jump up into the second spot uh, in, the, in the tournament, in the n- number two seed. We'll see. Uh, looks like they could be possibly locked into the three spot. But overall, a great push the great final push at the end of the season here and, and if anything like I said I think we learned learn when you're playing your best at the end of the year you're a dangerous team so right now playing your best volleyball at the end of the regular season you carry that hopefully into Saturday against Dodge City and then the following I don't know it might be Wednesday when the postseason begins it might be Thursday I haven't even looked at the schedule but the first postseason game which is what will be a home game I believe for CCC and then you'll have then then of course we'll just play it out from there but a hot team is a dangerous team, and that right now is what Colby Community College Volleyball is. Uh, they have won five in a row, and no doubt their biggest win last night. Coming back from two sets down to win the next, to win the final three and upset 19th-ranked Barton inside the Colby Event Center. So congratulations to the Lady Trojans. Big win last night. Congratulations to Lily Pichon, uh, Defensive Player of the Week, named by the conference. I did not know this, but she is first in digs per set, third in total digs in the Jayhawk Conference, second in digs per set and seventh in total digs in the NJCAA. She's one of the best liberos in the nation in junior college volleyball as Lily Pichon, the Frenchman. Uh, so congratulations to her. She's won the defensive player league. I think this is her third time. I think it is. So, anyway, that's what, uh, that's what happened last night in local sports, uh, at least for Colby Community College Volleyball, picking up a massive win over Barton. Uh, that leads me into... leads me into the next point of our show here and uh, big day today. High school football playoffs get going today um, and continue into tomorrow. Eight man games get going today. Uh, That's the big thing there. So you've got the four teams that are scheduled to play tonight. Actually, excuse me, the 16, no, seven. Seven teams that are scheduled to play tonight. No, it's, it's six. Six teams. Hoxie, will be at home hosting Bennington. Rollins County will host Lincoln. Those two teams, both one and two seeds, they'll be at home. St. Francis will play at Sylvan Lucas. Wallace County will be hosting Otis Bison. And Quinter will play at El Saline. And then in a non-playoff game, this this, this might be one of the more interesting games even though it has no postseason implications on it, Weskin will host Wheatland Grinnell tonight in an eight-man game. So, Weskin, who's played six-man for the previous few years, is now going to step up and put a couple extra guys on the field and play an eight-man game against Wheatland Grinnell, who's had a tough year this year of the Thunderhawks. But that ought to be very intriguing to see a team go from six to eight. Uh, we visited Brett Clough last week about that and how they were going to get that done. So, that game is tonight. Weskin hosting Wheatland Grinnell in an eight-man game there in Weskin, which ought to be entertaining. But uh, like I mentioned, there is plenty of postseason football on tap starting tonight. With especially the eight-man ranks, got some interesting matchups. Uh, there are some other really good regional matchups. But Rollins County seven and one, Lincoln is five and three, Hoxie is seven and one, Bennington is three and five. Those are some matchups. You got Wichita County, the Fighting Beermans, as I like to call them, eight and zero uh going taking on kiowa county a lot of people think the wichita county could be repeat state champions again this year brett douglas has done branch out douglas has done a great job down there um another interesting game hill city on the road at clifton clyde clifton clyde got upset last year by quinter i think uh and hill city might have a chance to do that's a dangerous hill city team at five and three especially if they get back to being at full strength uh, and Quinter, speaking of them, they are on the road at El Saline. That could be a really tough game, but Quinter's gone on the road in the first round of the postseason before and shocked some teams like they did last year. Maybe they can do it against El Saline, although I think Brookville-El Saline is on kind of a different level. Those are some eight-man D1 games tonight. Uh, the eight-man Division II games. St. Francis on the road at Sylvan Lucas. Sylvan Lucas is 7-1. and one. Could be a tough game. Uh, there for the Indians, who are 2-5, and five um let's see sharon's wallace county sharon springs at home hosting otis bison otis bison 0-8 have not won a game but they are in the postseason because of a small district so wallace County will get a winless otis bison team kind of like the wildcats chance especially the way their defense is played here down the stretch including a shutout of thunder ridge uh let's see anything else here on that side i don't think so yeah i think that's about it there dighton kinsley ought to be an interesting game uh, Kinsley seven and one. Dighton four and four, but a really good four and four team there is Dighton underneath head coach Ken Simon. So that's going on tonight. And uh yeah, that's a that's about your slate of games in the postseason. Um we'll see how it all shakes out uh tonight, beginning at 7 o'clock central some places, 6 o'clock uh 6 o'clock central some places, 6 mountain some spots, 5 mountain and others. So uh we will see what goes on tonight once again with the first round of the Acacia at least eight-man football playoffs. And then that'll continue on into Friday, where there'll be more games. Of course, you've got Colby playing on the road, at number 1-ranked Cheney. That will be a very big mountain to climb uh, for the Colby Eagles taking on Cheney on their home field. That game is scheduled to kick off at 6 o'clock Central Time, and you can hear coverage of that game on 100.3 The Ride with Christian peck Dimmitt. He'll have coverage there. Also on Friday, you've got Oakley, the Plainsman, Back-to-back wins, trying to carry that momentum on the road at Medicine Lodge. Uh, we'll see how the Plainsmen do as they try to get a little bit healthy uh, here at the end of the end of the regular season and into the first round of the postseason. And then you have a six-man game on Friday, Greeley County at Moscow. Uh, that's the only regional six-man game going on. A lot of our six-man teams that are in the postseason, uh, including Triplanes, Brewster, uh, Golden Plains, and Shailin, they all get first-round buys and they will play on the third of November for their first games. Um so some teams like Golden Plains and Triplanes Brewster know their opponents. Golden Plains is at going to be at Ingalls on November 3rd. Triplanes Brewster's at Ashland on November third. Shyland does truly get a bye in the first round. They will not play this round and then they will wait a winner in the next round. So that is what's going on in the in the six man football playoffs. And then we have a couple of non-playoff games going on as well. Decatur Community will host Mankato Rock Hills uh, in an eight-man game, and then the Goodland Cowboys will play at Nickerson. And uh, these type of games, they intrigue—they intrigue me. Um, you know, they're not a playoff game; they're—they're they're not a playoff game, but they intrigue me for other reasons. And and one of the first reasons is is because. When you play in these bowl-type games, and, and they're usually two teams that have struggled all season long, and that's how they got into this point. But they intrigue me because it's, it's a great test to have, if you're a coach, do I still have the ear of my team? Do I still have their attention? Or have they completely, completely given up on the season and are just ready to move on into basketball season? Or wrestling, or whatever they want to do in the winter. Or have they completely moved on? Are they tired of this? Or do I have them for one more game, do I have their focus and their intention to go out and try and play one more game and try and end our season on a high note? That's the one thing you can always say as you're a coach. Look, the state champion ends their season with a win. Nobody else does except for us now. We can do that. We can end our season with a victory and carry some momentum into next year. So these type of games are fascinating to me because as a coach, you want to prove that your team has not given up on you. And so that's what I'm intrigued to see for any team that plays in these games. Who is ready to play, and more importantly, who wants to play? Like, if you get down a couple of scores, are you going to keep fighting? You're like, you know what? That's it. I'm done. I've had enough. Thanks. Let's just get this season over with. Or are we going to keep fighting? Are we going to show some intensity? Are we going to show some grit and toughness? That's what I'm very intrigued to see. Very intrigued to see that on Friday night. From, like I said, any team playing in those bowl games. You, you, the season is over after this game. Can you go out on top and be a winner? You know, From the Goodland Cowboy-Nickerson perspective, because I'm going to be calling that game here on 1025 UROC. That's right, we'll have Goodland Cowgirl Volleyball in the morning. Goodland Cowboy Football at night. We'll do the old double-dipperoo. Uh, but it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm I'm intrigued to see... You know, both of these teams for Nickerson and Goodland, I visited with both head coaches yesterday. And, you know, it's, it's the coaches, of course, have not given up on their seasons. You know, they love the game of football. Uh, and they, they, they believe that their kids are both, that their teams are both going to be ready to go into this game. The last time Goodland played in this game back in 2021, they rolled Council Grove. I've never seen a team completely just give up. I mean, they completely quit. I've never seen it done. And that's what happened at Council Grove. Uh, The Braves, as they're called, uh, just completely gave up on their season. And Goodland rolled them with their largest margin of victory, in A long, long time. Goodland is coming off back-to-back, very lopsided losses, including one of their worst losses in program history at Hugotson last Friday. What is their mindset going into this game? The positive thing should be, look, we play a very difficult schedule. And, and honestly, Nickerson can say the same exact thing. Remember, they have Andale and Cheney both in their substate or in their district. We play a difficult schedule year in and year out. But now we're going to play a team that's kind of on our playing level here right now. We should be able to compete in this game. And there's no excuse for this game not to be semi good and entertaining. Especially if both teams show up to play and want to be and want to prove something and be good. So that to me is what makes these non-playoff games interesting. And like I said, I'm intrigued to see what, what will Goodland look like, uh, how will Nickerson play on their home field, can the Cowboys get a win in the regular season, give some confidence to a young team that's got to go back to the drawing board in the offseason. they got to go back to the drawing board, they got to find an offensive system that works for them, they've got to do a whole bunch of working on the offensive line, particularly on the defensive line, but more importantly the offensive line, they got to find a way to get a push up front, they have to find a way to run the football. If uh, That means they got to redesign some things on the offensive line, move pieces around, whatever it is. got to go back to the drawing board next year and work on that. There's tons to be done next year. Tons of things to be done. So, once again, look forward to seeing what happens uh, on Friday night. Once again, a full slate of high school football beginning tonight with some great eight-man games. Uh, Once again, the team's in action tonight. Hoxie hosting Bennington. Rollins County hosting Lincoln. Saney playing at Sylvan Lucas. Wallace County will host Otis Bison. And Quinter will play at El Saline. Those are all playoff games with eight-man ranks. Weskin will play an eight-man game against wheatland Grinnell in Weskin tonight. That's a non-playoff game. Uh, Then you've got uh, playoff games on Friday. Colby will play at Cheney. Oakley will play at Medicine Lodge. Greeley County at Moscow. And then non-playoff games, you've got Decatur community hosting Mankato Rock Hills. And Goodland will play at Nickerson. Those are your high school football playoff games coming up here uh, today and rolling into tomorrow as well. Once again, we'll have coverage of Colby on 100 Point to the Ride on Friday night. And Goodland right here on 102.5 rock down at Nickerson. It's also, of course, state volleyball. And since once again, no show tomorrow, we'll touch on this real quickly here. Pool play begins tomorrow. Class 1A D two is where you'll find teams, Wheatland Grinnell and Wallace County. They will both be playing in the 1A D two tournament from Emporia's White Auditorium. I think White Auditorium is one of the cool places uh, in the state to play basketball and volleyball. Pretty neat place. Uh, Wheatland Grinnell is the five seed at 33 and seven. 33 and seven. You're the five seed. That's that's uh, unbelievable. And then you've got Wallace County, which is 26 and 14. They are the 16, six seed. Wheatland Grinnell will play the likes of Hanover, the four seed. Uh, Lebo the 1 seed and Buckland the 5 seed in their pool play Wallace County will play Argonia the 3 seed uh, Beloit St. John's Tipton the 2 seed and uh, McPherson Raya Christian they will play them the 7 seed those games going on today um, in other volleyball sorry start. this is Friday not today tomorrow Friday in 1A D 1 which is where you'll find Rollins County, who once again had a great run in the sub-state. They are the eight seed, and Rollins County will face the likes of the 1 seed, South Gray, the 4 seed, Centralia, as well as the 5 seed, Wichita Central Christian. That's on their docket. Once again, 1A-D1 played at Dodge City's United Wireless Arena. That's where 1A-D1 is played. Uh, In 2A... Once again, got to find my spot here in 2A volleyball, which is also played at the Dodge City United Wireless Arena. That's where you find a very good field. Think about this. Smith Center, 36-4. Inman, 35-4. Hoxie, 33-4. Hillsborough, 34-5. Shawnee, Christian Academy, 31-8. Unbelievable 2A field. Hoxie is the three seed. Hoxie will play the likes of Pittsburgh, St. Mary's Colgan in their pool play. Also, Blue Rapids Valley Heights in pool play. And their final match at pool play will be the two-seed Inman. That's in the 2A State Volleyball Tournament down in Dodge City at the United Wireless Arena. And then finally in 3A is where you'll find the Goodland Cowgirls who at 23 and 15 but have won, what, 13 out of their last 13 matches. What, 11 of their last 13, something like that. It's, they've, they've, they're on a great run here. They're a hot team. The problem is... They're facing three absolute powerhouses in pool play. The Goodland Cowgirls will face Beloit starting at 9.30 Central, 8.30 Mountain Time in the morning. Thank goodness. they didn't get the 7.30 game again. That would have made me mad. Um, and then they also have to face Olathe Heritage Christian, three-time defending state champs. They don't lose. They've got two Division I volleyball players. Uh, does Olathe Heritage Christian. And they know them very well to the Cowgirls. And Goodland will also play Smoky Valley. Smoky Valley, Olathe, Heritage, Christian, and Beloit. Three of the absolute 3A powers in volleyball. That's who Goodland will have to face on Friday morning. Very, very tall task. Almost like trying to climb Mount Everest. It can be done, but it's very difficult to make it out of pool play this year for the Goodland Cowgirls. Once again, we'll still have coverage right here on 1025 rock. There's your look at state volleyball, which is coming up tomorrow. Once again, no show tomorrow because we'll have coverage of Goodland Cowgirl Volleyball right here on this station. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we will visit with Connor Nickel from Sunflower Sports Solutions and K preps. We'll get his thoughts on state volleyball and also his thoughts as playoff football begins tonight. You're listening to the Morning Blitz.